I mentioned the the Hall of Fame, and uh, you know, I, I just have a major problem with Gary. I don't know why I've done. I don't know why Gary Sheffield's the guy where I'm drawing the line in the sand, but I am. I don't know why I feel this strongly about it, but I do. Like, and I've I've known he's been on the ballot, but for whatever reason, this year that he's it's his last year on the ballot. It's it's actually bothering me because Adrian Beltre. Todd Helton and Joe Mara, Joe Mauer, two of those, Adrian Beltre and Joe Mauer, first time on the ballot Hall of Famers. Now, I th- and Todd Helton, obviously, I think all of them belong in the Hall of Fame on some level. I do. Joe Mauer, the only problem with Joe Mauer for me is he didn't catch enough. Half of his career is first base in DH. And if you look at the games played, half of his career. So to be a 300 hitter, to, to win batting titles as a catcher, which he did, uh, is impressive. And his numbers overall really aren't, you know, as a first baseman, not enough power at all. Uh, and as a DH, not good enough. But as a catcher, his numbers profile as a Hall of Fame catcher. But he didn't catch that much. He did have Hall of Fame seasons as a catcher. And so it's 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 almost like he was... Whatever statistic you go by, the greatness factor, even if it's a small span, such like, let's say, a a Sandy Koufax, for example, or you're, hey, listen, as long as you got the numbers, like his overall batting average, like, so his career is good. He had Hall of Fame years as a catcher, no doubt. To win a batting title twice as a catcher is special. He was a special hitter at that position, but he didn't play it very long. And I don't know if he's worthy of being a, a first ballot Hall of Famer when so many have not been. But having said that, and Todd Helton was brilliant, and I don't blame him for playing in Colorado. If you're going to knock people down for playing in Colorado, don't have a team there. Like, sorry, you put the team there. The team drafted him. He played there his career. Uh, to hold it against him is stupid. It's just stupid. That's like holding the 162-game season against people because Babe Ruth played in 156 or whatever. It's dumb. It's dumb. He played where he played. That's it. There's no reason to take it into account for Hall of Fame. His his numbers are, are Hall of Fame worthy. But I would argue to say, certainly than Adrian Beltre, who is 95%. He played forever. He was a very good hitter. He won, what, five gold gloves? at third base, so he's a better fielder than Sheffield was. But who would you rather face? Like, plain, like easy. Bases are loaded, two outs, bottom of the ninth. You're on the mound, or your team is on the mound. Who do you want to come up for the other team? Would you rather pitch to Adrian Beltre, or would you rather pitch to Gary Sheffield? It's not even close. It's really not even close. Gary Sheffield was the far more dangerous hitter. And he did play forever, and he has 500 home runs. He has everything. Now, if you're going to use the steroid point, which I'm sure people are going to use, he tested positive on what was supposed to be a unanimous list that Big Poppy tested positive on, reports. And that's all we have is reports. Big Poppy, same list. No problem getting in. Gary Sheffield admitted in public that he rubbed an ointment on his knee that was the was the cream which had some steroids in it i'm sure like was he aware of what it was exactly he wasn't injecting steroids and he's getting 63% of the vote right so i mean alex rodriguez for example who is a known steroid guy 
got 34% of the vote. So it seems like he's not being completely dismissed as a admitted steroid user. Like I'm I just I this playing this game sucks. And I don't know how much you care about the Hall of Fame and ultimately, you know, how much does it really matter? But Gary Sheffield was as dangerous a hitter as they come and was a feared hitter. More so than the guys on the list who got in. It's it's time to stop. And we don't even know how long he was doing it, what he did. He admitted to rub, rub it on some cream. He didn't pass. He didn't fail an admitted test. He didn't fail a legitimate test. He was put on some list of uh, that was supposed to be held private that guys who have who are now in the Hall of Fame were on. I don't know why Gary Sheffield, he's got 500 home runs. He's a 292 career here, hitter. And he was year in and year out one of the best and most dangerous and feared hitters in Major League Baseball, and he played forever. He's got the numbers. He's got the legit Hall of Fame seasons, and he was just flat-out scary. And it bothers me that he's off this list now and has to wait to the you know Veterans Committee to have another chance to get into the Hall of Fame. When, honestly, he's better than the guy who just got 95% of the vote. It's, it's silly. It's silly. And it bothers me, and I don't know why. Maybe it's because of one of my favorite stories of all time in, in, involves Gary Sheffield. It's one of the, the, the great moments ever. At a Mike Francesa used to host this um, awards dinner uh, at Mohegan Sun. It was like the, the baseball, it was like a Yankees uh, awards dinner. I forget exactly who it was. It was uh, Mitchell Edis. Former former Yankee uh, and his wife had this charity, and they had this a big award sh- award show at um, Mohegan Sun, and it was a, for a charity for uh, I, I believe it was uh, uh, kids suffering from cancer, and it was this event that we went to every year. It was this great event. A bunch of Yankees would come, you know. Mike hosted it and see uh, and you know emceed the event, and it was this he would do the show live from there that day. And so one year I went with me and Monzo went. And, you know, we do the show, which has a lot of families coming up and telling the stories and talking about how much the the charity helps the kids and helps the families and everything. It's a great show. It's a great event. And one of the guys who was being honored that year was Dave Winfield. And so Dave Winfield was on the show. I got to meet Dave Winfield. It was an awesome experience. He was a little bristly. He wasn't in a great mood. I don't know what happened, but overall, good guy. But I found out later maybe why he was upset. So we get to the dinner. After the show that night, and at the dinner, they gave you a little. They every table had, and every ch- uh, chair had a uh, a little booklet with a little bit of information about the players who were being recognized that year. And on the cover of the booklet, they had it was four guys that year. I forget the other three. I th- I, th- I think Severino was one of them. I forget, but it was definitely Dave Winfield was one of them. And on the cover, they had a picture of all the players. And on the picture, it said Dave Winfield, and there was a picture of Gary Sheffield mid-swing. I'll never forget that. On the booklet for Dave Winfield, it had a picture of Luis Severino throwing a pitch. It had a picture of whoever else. And then there for Gary Sheffield, uh, excuse me, for Dave Winfield, there's a picture of Gary Sheffield in a Yankee uniform. I'll never forget that. I don't know if Winfield, Sheffield, someone just 
made the mistake, but there was a picture of Gary Sheffield swinging that bat, that ferocious swing that should be in the Hall of Fame along with the great Dave Winfield was on the book was on the cover of that booklet. And you know what? If you can be mistaken if you can be mistaken for Dave Winfield, you did something right and you should be in the Hall of Fame.